brothers and sisters, everyone who is going to listen to this audio, a great hug to all of you, and that brotherly love towards the things of God. Today, I would like to preach to you and speak to you about a verse in the Bible, and the title of today's teaching is, Awake You Who Sleep. And let us ask God to give us great understanding and that we are definitely in His hands. Sadly, we see everything that is going on around the world. This COVID-19 continues. And with each passing day, we see difficult situations financially speaking and in people's families and at work. Uh, or illnesses, but the truth is that we are in God's hands, and that is why I would like to shake you on this day, to shake you so that you may awake, you who sleep. The Bible states in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, the word of our Lord reads, Therefore he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. When God states, Awake, you who sleep, what does that mean? Is it something physical or spiritual? I want to tell you, that the Bible is a spiritual book or a book that needs to be understood spiritually. Spiritually speaking, the entire world is asleep. The entire world has tried to depart from God. The entire world does not want to wake up. And that is why we find this phrase in the second part of the verse, Arise from the dead. Arise from the dead. We are dead in the eyes of God. Humanity doesn't want to understand our value. That if we submit to Him, if we truly open our mind and our heart to God, then God is going to bring many beautiful situations in our life, many changes, the way we act, the way we think, the way we do things. I remember a testimony from many years ago in a small town where there was a young woman and this young woman attended church. But before she went to church one day in a worship service, her mom, her dad, they found out that she attended church. And they told her, if you go back to that place, if you go to that church called Church of God Ministry of Jesus Christ International, then you will stop being our daughter. And uh, the dad said, and I'm going to create a new will where you will be cut out of all my belongings. So the, this young woman lowered her head and she said, okay, mom, okay, dad. But she went to church 
And when she went to church, she got there very sad. And she got to church thinking and saying to herself, Okay, I, I have come to say goodbye, Lord. This is my last day here in this worship. Today I have come to say goodbye. And she said that she began to pray. She began to cry out to God. And during the worship, while she was glorifying God, as we have taught that we render praises to God through the worship services, and this young woman, while she was crying out to God, she said, Lord, this is my last day here. You know that I found you, but now I gotta go. And in that moment, she said that she lived like a, like a trance, like, like such a beautiful experience that she cannot describe, but at the same time, it was a great vision. The vision was that there was a hand that took her and took her way above that entire town where she lived. Around 600 feet in the air, she would place her there up high. And while she was walking on that, the palm of the hand of that wonderful being, God, in that moment, God spoke to her and told her, Look! Look around you. And she began to see her dad, her mom, her, her friends, and they were all walking like lifeless beings and she said hey what's going on you look like zombies what is happening to you hey wake up wake up but why are you walking like that why are you walking forward with your head down why doesn't anyone listen or hear the voice of God what's happening are you dead in this life and God spoke to her in this vision up there where she was and God told her it's just that they haven't had the opportunity to know me but you wake up wake up and rise arise from the dead because I'm going to give you light I'm going to show you a path the truth follow me and don't worry about the material things because I am the one who rules over everything and when she came back to her senses she found herself sitting there and she understood the vision and she understood that the most beautiful thing in life are the things of God. She understood that people are truly dead in the eyes of God. They sleep like zombies. They can't think, act. But she understood that she could. That's why God wants. Look what it states. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. The word of the Lord reads, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. God states here, God gave us life. In the previous verse, we read that Christ will give you light. And how does he give us light? Through the gospel. That gospel is the light. We lived in darkness without God, without hope. But God has brought us here so that you and I can rise from the dead and see that He truly does live and that He exists. 
And that is why, as I said in the beginning, it's as if God shakes us, like God allows us to understand that something happens when we come to church, that something happens when we receive prophecy, when we receive the, the sermons and, and we have dreams. And we've been enjoying those beautiful uh, teachings and reflections from our sister Mary Luisa, our spiritual leader worldwide. And I invite you so that you can go to the webpage of the church to the, or to the YouTube channel of the church and let us enjoy these great blessings. And in that moment, your heart will begin to beat because I'll give you an example. If they were to monitor our hearts, when we don't know of God, when we live in the world, if they were to put those, those monitors that we find in those uh, intensive care units in the hospitals, when they put those, those patches uh, around the heart, when a heart is dead, it does not beat. And the sound of the machine perhaps is beep. But when we attend church and God calls us to his presence and God, for example, we received that first prophecy. What does God do? When God begins to speak to us and says, son or daughter, and I have this or that for you, or I know your life. And God begins to talk to us about our past and our present and our future. And he breaks us down and we get goosebumps. And we say, what is this? How come this man or this woman knows my life? And in that moment, our heart begins to beat. Beep, beep. Like the machines that monitor a heart. And we begin to live. And that's why God says, son, daughter, you, man, woman, arise from the dead. Because it states that he gave us life when we were dead in our trespasses and sins. In Ephesians 2 verse 1. In trespasses and sins. What do you mean? What trespasses? I'm an honest person. I've never stolen from or, or killed anyone. No, but it's talking about the spiritual trespasses. God is speaking about those sins. What does it mean to sin? To go against God's will. Where do I learn about that? Well, in the Bible. And that's why it is so important for us to read the Bible. It is so important for you to begin to read the Bible. So that you may enjoy this wonderful book and you may learn to know what it truly means to please God. What it means to do God's will. What it means to sin or what it means to please God. And as you learn, you're going to understand that humanity... That human beings, they do commit trespasses before God and sins. And that's why if we go to the world, people in their flesh, when people commit trespass, they go to jail. But spiritually speaking, the devil is the one who has us incarcerated. The devil is the one who fills us with bonds, with chains, shackles. And that's why many people, they cannot think or understand because they are condemned. But why is that man or is that woman condemned? Because they're always given free reign to their flesh, to their lust, to their desires, to their pleasures. And they don't think about God. And they don't want to please God. That's why they're like they're condemned in their trespasses, in their sins. 
The Bible states in verse 2 of Ephesians chapter 2, in which, and this is for any of us who have been in church for a while, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Who is the prince of the power of the air? So it states, once again, that those of you who once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. So who is the prince of the power of the air? The devil. Humanity. They like to follow the devil. That is why the devil teaches atheism. The devil teaches that God doesn't exist or teaches you to do with your body and with your mind anything that you think of and for you to go against God's will. And that's why he goes inside of people and he goes into their thoughts, into their hearts. It states that this is the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience and humanity has been disobedient to God from the very beginning. Look at the way in which the devil captivated Eve when Adam and Eve were in paradise. And he enticed her to go against God's will. To be what? To be disobedient. To not listen to God. And likewise, all of humanity continued to, be, to multiply. But humanity has always been disobedient to the orders, statutes, decrees of God. And God has allowed humanity to act within their free will and to make decisions. But humanity always tends to be disobedient because the prince of the power of the air is the one who sets the trends. It's the course of this world. If we notice, the world walks forward because everyone walks forward. If the trend is to get naked, then people get naked. If the trend is to use profanity, then everyone uses profanity. If the trend is to take drugs, then I'm going to go and follow this trend and take drugs. If the trend is to fornicate, then I follow fornication. If the trend is uh, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, then I am a person who is always angry, who always like to fight. If the trend is to destroy families, then why do I fight for my family? No, I'm going to allow my family to be destroyed. I'm not going to fight for it. Because the devil is the one who sets the trends and the devil wants humanity to follow him. But you and I, we have the opportunity to know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, a God who speaks, a God who manifests himself, a God who is able to take our hearts and cleanse us and bless us and transform the way that we think, the way we act, the way we dress in order to follow him. In order to worship Him, in order to love Him, to submit to Him. It states in verse number 3, Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. That's how we were, brothers and sisters. 
that's how we were when we didn't have this opportunity to know that God exists and that his statutes, decrees exist and that we needed to submit to him, that they're all there written in our hearts, but that we also, that they're also written in the Bible. And that is why we lived in the desires of our flesh, following the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the earth. And the Bible states in 1 John chapter 5, verse 19. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 19, we're going to go back to Ephesians chapter 2, but I want to read something that is found there. It states, we know that we are of God. And the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. We know that we are of God, but the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. So that's why, let's go back to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 3. It states, Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh. Yes, of course. Before we met the things of God, the evil one ruled over us. The evil one ruled our minds, our bodies. And that's why we did the will of the flesh. And we didn't care whether we sinned or not. We didn't care if we gave free reign to our thoughts, to our lusts. And that's why it states we were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. And we would fight with everyone. And we didn't put up with anyone. Because we had that nature. Because the entire world is ruled by the wicked one. But we, we must be of God. That is why God tells us, Awake, you who sleep, and rise, arise from the dead. I want to give you that light with my gospel, with my doctrine. I want you to be different. I want you to act differently. The world steals, fornicates, and is full of wrath. That's their problem. But you, son, daughter, you listening to me right now, you who wants to please him, you must be different. You must truly learn to please God. We must ask God so that we may have our eyes wide awake and our spirit is wide awake. Why? So we can follow Him. So we may love Him. That is why it states in verse number 5 that even when we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with Christ. We were dead in the eyes of God. But He called us. He brought us to His church. He allowed us to rise from the dead with His doctrine, with His gospel, with His living, powerful words such as the one we received through prophecy or maybe through dreams and visions. And He tells us, I want to give you an opportunity. And that's why it states, by grace you have been saved. This is freely given. All we need to do is desire it, want and desire and do it. Learn to trust in God, to believe in God. And... It is freely given to us. We will have the opportunity to be saved. Because that is that great gift of God. That great gift that God has for all of us. To give us eternal life. And it states in verse 6. And raised us up together. And made us sit together in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. 
And that is the reason why you must know, you who are listening to this teaching, that He has raised us from the world and He tells us, Awake, you who sleep, and arise from the dead. Because He wants to set us in those heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Where are those heavenly places? Well, it's very simple. Right here on earth. Right here in the church. The Church of God, Ministry of Jesus Christ International. It is a heaven. And for it to be a heaven, God must be there. And that's why God wants to rule over us in the church. God wants to enter our minds and our hearts. That is why if you're listening to this teaching, welcome to this first heaven. You're going to enjoy the guidance of the living and powerful God. A wonderful God. A God who can take the reins of our lives and wake us up and raise us up so that we can sit with Him, so that we can be with Him. Sitting with Him in this heavenly place, the church, the first heaven, so that if you are consistent and you convert to Him, you can live and continue on to the second or third heaven to live eternally with Him. It states in verse number 7 that in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding riches of His grace and His kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. So God, God who has given us life, He wants to show us that He can bless us, that He can fill us with His presence, that He can truly show us His kindness the kindness that He has toward us in Christ Jesus. That is why He will protect us from all evil, from all dangers. He will bless us spiritually in our love lives, materially. And above all, that kindness from God because He becomes the God of hope. And that's why many family members and friends, they don't understand why we want to go to church and why we love attending the teaching services and the Bible studies. And the worship services. Why? It's so valuable to receive prophecy. Because it is the living word of God. Because God comforts us through that prophecy. And He gives us that hope. And we see God's kindness as He blesses us and He fulfills those desires of our hearts. That's something very beautiful that we live. But for that, we must wake up. We must rise. We must stop being dead for God. We must set out to do so and have a desire to do so. Be doers of that word. Truly desire to become a child of God. How do I do that? By applying myself, by being obedient to the statutes and decrees that God has established. And that is why it states in verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. And we know that faith comes from hearing the word of God. That faith comes from hearing that living word. And God, in the Church of God ministry of Jesus Christ International, God speaks to us. God speaks to us through dreams, through visions, through prophecy, through the teachings or sermons, sometimes 
we have questions and we listen to that reflection or that sermon and it just it's like an answer that we receive from God and we begin to understand and remember that faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen and that is what we live in the church that certainty that God makes us promises promises that we see it as evidence as time passes by we see how God acts in every aspect of our life in our material life in our love life in our spiritual life the way God begins to give us more as we believe in him as we have more faith in him he gives us more joy he gives us peace and hope and that allows you and me to be happy and to follow God and it states that it's by grace meaning that it depends on us if we value the things of God and God in his infinite mercy will allow us to feel comforted he will allow us to feel like we are spoiled of God and he has that great gift which is eternal life it states not of works lest anyone should boast because people many times I mean like for example right now during this time everything we're going through this pandemic or sometimes at the end of the year many people say oh I'm going to uh, give a gift or I'm going to give food to someone oh I'm such a good person that's the way people shield themselves but what does it mean to be good in the eyes of God what does it mean to obtain that favor from God it means that in your mind and in your heart and in the way you act you put off the old man the course of this world you stopped being ruled by the prince of the power of the earth by the evil one and you begin to be a servant of God and of course when we love God when we truly give our best to God then that love for God is born but also for our neighbor and we also have a desire to help them and, and if we can we can help them materially not just in December or not just during this time now but anytime we can but also my brothers and sisters we must also show God that we don't boast because of this that we're just simply being obedient to those statutes and decrees that God has given us because it states in verse 10 for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good what? for good works I'm not just good because I give food at the end of the year during this time no I am good before God because I keep his ordinances statutes decrees because I put off the old man because I left behind drunkenness fornication adultery gossip jealousy wrath contentions idolatries well so many other things I left it all behind why? because I have fallen in love with God because God allowed me to live. He woke me up from that lethargy I used to live in. I stopped being a zombie. I stopped following the course of this world because I want to follow God. Because I want to live for God. And it's not with fanaticism. It's just simply truly accepting God in our heart and our mind. And becoming doers of His gospel, of His word. Because we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works and that is how you know a good Christian that we do good works 
but good works for whom? For God, according to the gospel and the doctrine. And that's why it's so important to read the Bible. It's so important for us to pay attention to the sermons, to the Bible studies, to these beautiful reflections, so that you may truly know through a the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God, the Bible speaks of a God who is real, a God who is spirit, a God who manifests himself in us. It states, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And that is what God wants. That if he is going to raise us up from the dead, and if you live for him, then you are going to be a special person for him. A special man or a special woman for him. Why? Because you're going to be able to walk with your head held high. And everyone is going to look at you and say, there they go. A child of God. A son or a daughter of God. But why? Because you do good works in every aspect of your life. You don't want to harm anyone. Let us go back to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14. We read where it states, Awake you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And that is what people need to see in us. That when they look at your eyes, they see your eyes full of light, full of hope, full of peace. And we give off peace because that is what we feel inside of us. That inner man, that inner woman, it is filled. It has enjoyed that water, that spring God has nourished us and people see something different in us because yes as it states in verse number eight of chapter five for you were once darkness but now you are light in the lord yes we were sleeping we belong to the dead we were following the course of this world but god has raised us, God has awakened us. Why? So we can live eternally. And that is why God wants us through our works and the way we act, the way we dress, the way we speak, the way we think to do this because it says we are light in the Lord for you and I to be that light, to be a good testimony, to be an example. And that is why he gives us that recommendation when it states walk as children of light and when we walk as children of light being doers of the word of God then you have woken up or you have been raised from the dead because the enemy the devil cannot rule over our minds or our bodies anymore because now we belong to the Lord yes I used to we used to but the morning has come the time to awake, we must follow the light of the sun. And God is our sun and he will shine, make us shine as the sun at noon. But who? Those who truly want to walk as children of light. Those who understand that God exists and that God is a reality. That is why, my brothers and sisters, I ask you that you pray. Let us pray to God and let us ask him to bless us. Let us ask God to protect us. Let us ask God to help us. He, he wants you and I to be different. And for us to truly walk in His gospel. And no more. Yes, we were asleep. Yes, we were dead. But Christ 
has given us his light. He's given us his light with his doctrine and his gospel. So may God bless his word. May God bless his gospel. May God have mercy on us all. Let us pray, my brothers and sisters, and let us say, Blessed Lord of glory, good Father, Father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you, O Lord, for allowing us to know your gospel, your doctrine. Thank you, O Lord, for allowing us to wake up since we were asleep and dead in your eyes. But now, O Lord, let that light, let your light be the one that we follow through your doctrine through your living and powerful word. Allow us, O oh Lord, to always follow you, love you, value you, and have that sound mind to declare that we love you, that you are the greatest and more, most powerful being that exists. And that's why I ask you in this moment that everyone who's listening to this prayer, Lord, extend your powerful arm. Extend it, O oh Lord, and perform all type of miracles. Heal from any infirmity, illness or from COVID-19 oh Lord heal us any illness no matter how incurable it may be Lord perform miracles but also heal our soul delivering us from witchcraft sorcery spell incantations Lord let it leave us that we may be free to understand free to be awake free to follow you free to have that sound mind and understand that you live and that you exist and that you are a reality but also oh Lord bless us financially there are some who have lost their positions, their jobs. Lord, opens, open doors for them. Those who are losing their companies, Lord, have mercy and help us all to be able to prosper. Lord, anyone with any commitments, Lord, help us prosper, Lord, that we may be able to manage whatever much or little money we receive so we can always give you the honor and the glory. But also, Lord, there are problems in people's family. Lord, let there be good tolerance between them that we may yield or give in and be an example, be that light in our in our households, wherever we live, oh Lord, that we may always have that peace, that harmony with our spouse, with our children, and there may be respect from the children to their parents and a husband to their wives in every aspect, oh Lord. Always, always, oh Lord, always give us victory. And spiritually speaking, Lord, continue delivering your church. Continue delivering or awakening the spiritual gifts. Continue manifesting yourself, oh Lord. And let these, allow these audios to reach more and more people who were asleep, who didn't know you, who didn't know your gospel, your doctrine. Continue supporting greatly that wonderful spiritual leader we have, our sister Mary Luisa. Continue using her greatly and bless her, oh Lord. But today I beg you, oh Lord, so that you may have mercy, have mercy on the entire world so that this pandemic may come to an end and we may be able to go back to our regular lives, especially the economy to go back to normal. Lord, have mercy for the love of your servant and your children and your church. Oh Lord, have mercy, oh Lord, and give us the victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, oh Lord, thank you for this moment. And to all my brothers and sisters, a great hug. May God bless you. May God protect you.